It's gonna go a little something like this. Hey there, everybody. What's going on? It's uh, James. Oh, and I'm Chandler Phillips, and, and this, welcome. Uh, yeah, this is uh, was that in good taste coming at you with the uh, with the heat, the hot fire, spitting, spitting, spitting in your face without a mask. We got sizzle, we got spice. We're coming at you with everything nice. And don't forget to not wear a mask because they're not real. Hey, future told us mask off and. Fuck it, mask off. <laughs> so, uh, hey there, Chandler. How you doing? Ah, not so bad. I, uh, I've been been hanging out. Of, you, I've made a beer recently. You've been hanging out. You've made a beer. Yeah. I, wow. I got some things going on. Been, You're a person. Been chain smoking out the window, awaiting these election results. I don't yeah. know about everyone oh, else. Here we go with this shit. All right. So I don't know. I don't know if you know this, Chandler. I don't know if you know this. Huh? But we do a podcast. This. is... Oh, wait, this is it. This is uh, it. Um, and on that podcast, we do a few things. Mm-hmm. One of those things is, number one, we drink. Cheers. We need to drink right now because, I don't know about you, but we got a lot to talk about. So It's a bit dry in here. I uh, I could wet my palate. I could wet my palate a little bit. So right now we're drinking, just like America, pretty much a bitter pill. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's like you really want it. It ain't that good, but it's something you need. And it's getting the job done. It's getting the job done. Well, it may not be getting the job done, but it's but making it's, the job a little bit more easily better to than tolerate. the job not getting done. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we're drinking, I would like to call it an old-fashioned. I like to call it a sleepy Joe fashion. <laughs> Explain, please. I, I, elaborate on that one. Why is it a sleepy Joe fashioned? Because he's old. Uh, and the trick is usually called an old-fashioned. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, by the time you're hearing this, um, Fiona Trump will have ruled over the country for a week now. Oh, I, for- I forgot. Hmm. Biden won. He did win. We haven't done a podcast since then. Right. That's why we're saying... That's- this oh is our God. last podcast to be political. Oh, my God. Biden won. Politics... Oh God. Aren't... I listen. Aren't important. I, oh fuck! We finally can take a breath. It's it. All we right. Can, we can just kind of let. I mean, yeah, we should still hold our government officials accountable for their actions, and but we should still think about it and talk about it with people that we care about and our friends, and make sure that we try to communicate with people so that we have you know rational conversations and an understanding of how our government works, but also. Jesus fucking Christ. It's not going to be the only thing we have to pay attention to anymore. I don't anymore. even know if people... I don't even know if you fucking realize that, like, you know, before, four years ago, I'm a different person, and you don't... You didn't know me then, but, like, I didn't talk about... Poly- Every fucking word out of my mouth is exhausting to me. I yeah. can't imagine being around me. Okay. I mean, I was a different person four years ago, too. I, I mean, was a six-year-old like, woman <laughs> named Madge. Oh, Ooh, Hey, Madge. Madge. <laughs> uh. um, so, I just want to take this. Take this, a nice, slow. This. Uh, so, one, why Why am I calling it that also? A sleepy Joe fashion. Because, one, the whiskey in it's. What's the name of it again? It's Bird Dog. Oh, God. Uh, straight Kentucky <sighs> bourbon. I bought it because we were going we to get some good fucking whiskey. And the amount we spent, we could have gotten other whiskey. 
But I just looked at it and I was like, the bottle's kind of nice. And I'm kind of curious as to how this whiskey that I know is kind of garbage tastes. Well, because the only other time we tried it was like, it was peach flavored. Mm-hmm. And it was like black cherry flavored. It's disgusting. I'm not a... F- not a fan of flavored whiskeys, per it's, se. That's so good. So we, we were just like, fuck it, and it's not good. And but it wasn't a true representation of what the whiskey had to offer. Yeah. So you just get you gave it a shot. Yeah. And I mean, it was between bucks, and it's a decent amount. It's seven fifty. You know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, you know, I don't know. It didn't even make a good old-fashioned. But if I get some Coke, but usually I, put di- usually I use whiskey and Diet Coke, or Coke, it has to be regular Coke. You can't, you won't do Coke Zero? Full, it has to be full fucking Coke. What if you did like a vanilla Coke Zero? Ooh, like it's, maybe. Maybe a little bit of, um. Uh, this is mm. a little bit of aftertaste, and I don't think I want to. Maybe a cherry Coke. Mm, maybe. I could see that. Now, this might go out on a limb, but Pepsi. You know what? I don't like Pepsi, but I think it'll work with this. Fuck it. Well, that's, that's interesting. Do you not, do you not fuck with Pepsi like altogether? Not at all. Huh. Hmm. See, less, I prefer less carbonated. I prefer Coke Zero or Diet Coke. Oh yeah. But when it comes to a cherry cola, Wild Cherry Pepsi. Well, you know, uh, Wild Cherry Pepsi's okay. I just like it a little wild. You know, I, I live on the wild side. So this worry watered down, terrible whiskey filled old fashioned. It's not a terrible whiskey. It's just lackluster. It's not up to your high standards. Of whiskey. Oh, I guess that's my politicians too, huh? Amen. So brother. this is was that in good taste, and this is going to be hopefully the last time that we may, yeah we might mention it, but this will be the last time that politics will be the, the focus. focus of an entire fucking episode. And one of the reasons that made me come to that conclusion is because I looked on iTunes, and this is supposed to be comedy. And I must say we're not being funny, but I feel like comedy is hitting this hump right now. Yeah. And it's difficult. Comedy and because comedy and politics are so like incestually related. It's gross. And yet hot to watch. And exactly. It's the best. It's the best analogy for it. I mean, what was the one uh, Democratic senator who used to be a writer for SNL? Um, Rand Paul. No, the no. Uh, the 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 one Something with the glasses. Paul? No, I know what you're talking about though, because he's the one who he ended up quitting because he was making a, he he took a picture with yeah. like some pilots. And he wasn't even near them. He was like doing a hover hand, pretend like he was grabbing a boob. Yeah, and then he ended up resigning. Oh, yeah. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but you know who I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he he was the first one to really, well, not the first. Politics has always been grossly infatuated real with gross super and gross it's it's like gross get over yourself gross as a motherfucker well, that's kind of what it is it's like because it's comedy and satire are related and satire and politics are related so really comedy and politics are just kind of kissing cousins but now nothing seems funny it's kind of it's it's oversaturated I think I, I I'll be honest. I'm not sure if things aren't funny in the comedy because I'm just tired of the jokes or if I'm just generally exhausted because I said something, I, I mean, we've talked on this podcast a lot and I'm, and I've expressed some opinions, 
But uh-huh. all those opinions that I've expressed, I, I've always said, like, you know, I don't really care. Because before, I kind of didn't care that much. I mean, I cared. But not but enough have to, to fucking absorb my entire... Be- I mean, I'm a black American. I guess I have to care. But, like, it feels like my entire being has been sucked into this fucking pit of Donald Trump. But also everything ancillary to him is like fucking Comey and Trump and AOC and I get AOC she's cool I watched her play Among Us with people that I watched play Among Us with but fuck like it's fun to make fun of her or whatever she's I don't know I think it's kind of racist to make fun of her and make fun of her accent and stuff because she's like from the Bronx she says Hispanic I don't know I think it's kind of weird I'm just fucking tired nothing seems fucking funny even Dave Chappelle seems barely funny I mean he's still hilarious but like slightly less so well I think the problem the problem I'm seeing is who do we blame for killing comedy? Uh, do we blame Trump? Do we blame Trump supporters? Do we blame the writers who just wouldn't lay off Trump and made it like the most uh, touched upon topic? Like everything has become so overtrodden that it's hard to find any new piece of, of political material to make fun of. And I'll tell you something. I just realized Dave Chappelle said it correctly. The Kung Flu. Ooh. Fucking Trump is so fucking funny. And that's, yeah, I mean, ah, I fucking hate to admit it, but the dude is goddamn he, hilarious. You know, you know, I know he's funny because you watch, if you ever watch his, um, his, his rallies, he doesn't do a rally. It is a rally, but it's like an actual rally, not a political rally. He does a set. He gets up there. He's like, yeah, woo. Man, look at that person over there. They're fat. Man, leave here. You know? And then he tweets, Kofefe. (laughs) The Kung Flu. Like, Uh, right? He's... How how are you going to beat someone who's already a dumpster fire when you're trying to make jokes about a dumpster fire? Oh. Oh my lord! I, I just tweet from Trump. I have Trump. I have a list of tweets. Oh no! I'm gonna sprinkle There's them in. There's always a tweet. Uh, thanks, Mini or Sam, the best 140 character writer in the world. It's easy when it's fun. Listen, <sighs> listen, listen. Sorry, losers, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid and insecure. It's not your fault. I. I've never met someone who is more funny in my life. Donald Trump is a fucking character. Dude, and- if John- if Donald Trump was an e-girl, he'd he'd probably be more successful 100- with an OnlyFans. <laughs> he we just shouldn't have a comedian as our fucking president. Like maybe somebody who's like a comedian fifth, you know what I mean? But like holy shit. This guy, like you're this not guy's gonna out here dropping that... bombs. And you can't write any joke about him, because really any joke you're going to write about Trump is just a tag to Trump already making the joke. It's not... You're not going to have an original punchline. Oh. And, it's, and it's annoying. It's... Ugh. Nothing like, is funny anymore. Politics aren't fu- Like, can you think of a joke without politics right now? Can you, can you imagine a joke... <laughs> that you can say do you want me to tell you a joke right now yeah I want you to make me laugh fucking clown well if you want me to make you laugh alright here's a joke alright uh, okay let me loosen up <clears throat> alright this I'm gonna preface this by saying that you said that you had a joke when I needed to laugh 
and I've been waiting for this shit all fucking day. All right, so I'm ready. So I started dating a uh, kinky paralegal. Um, she likes to use role play with uh, contract law, and it's kind of turned into just just sex contracts. Um, she's into LBDSM, uh, legally binding domination, and sadomasochism. I'm like, oh, I <laughs> like to let you come, but ooh, my hands are tied. <laughs> Said I need to work on my uh, litigation <laughs> skills, though. <sighs> Solid tag at the end of that. That's come on. The only reason I think it's funny is because I, I know a, I know a contract lawyer who's and, kinky as fuck, and I, I don't know about that. But <laughs> you said that I just thought about her, and I was like, oh, can, it gave me like a weird context. Can <laughs> you, can you introduce me so I can make the bit? Shut, I hope you're not listening to this. I'm sorry. If you are listening to this, uh, my name's Chandler Phillips. You can find me on Instagram at C underscore underscore honey or, uh, you know, DM my Facebook page, whatever. It's oh, cool. Look at, look at, look at you. Oh, <laughs> wow. I hope you can fucking write a joke that's not politically fucking most. So you said, hold on. So you've been doing stand up recently? Yeah. You've been doing a, some stand up. Have you been doing jokes that aren't political? I hate doing political jokes. So you haven't been. I ha- I've tried to steer clear. I've tried once or twice to do a political joke and I just like saying it out loud. I'm like this isn't funny. How's it working out for you? I have st- I did it two times. I have I have a rule. If it doesn't get any response two times in a professional setting and two times in like a like a personal setting, it's not worth it. And it, if it does well two times and then doesn't do well another two times, I still keep doing it. Like, I, I want to make sure that's clear. It doesn't <laughs> just need two X's and it's gone. It it just needs... Oh, it like moves. So it's like, it's like, it's like four X's, but when you cross one off, it moves over. Yeah. So if it's a check, it still kind of counts. It's still, it's, it's, a, it's a weighted system. I feel that. I feel that. Well, I tried to do a joke about um, how there was a shitstorm of an impeachment coming up for Trump, and it was good that just in time he changed his his uh, living address to Florida. Because if there's one group of people who refuse to listen to the news when it comes to a storm brewing, it's Floridians. And that was... It's not not funny. It, it's... But it's just like, oh man, here, here a comedy joke about the president and also Floridians are dumb. There's a storm. It's There's a storm brewing. And that's it. That, is, that was you, the whole... Do you ch- find politics is as exhausting as I... I used to think it was funny. When it... I used to think political humor was funnier when it required more nuance rather than just being, can you fucking believe this guy? And that's the joke it's, now. It's not even a, hey, can you believe this? Trump is locking up children in cages. Yeah. And then he's going around talking about, he, he's going around making chinky eyes and and throwing paper towel rolls at Puerto Ricans who fucking die from a storm. Yeah. And he's calling a yeah. fucking national, a fucking global pandemic, you know, that that may have started, but was propagated in the US and in Europe but also started in China, the Kung Flu. Like, fuck, man. Like, he either makes the joke himself, or he's just so absurd. Is he, like, pulling some kind of Kaufman shit? That's what I'm thinking. Because if he is, like, Kaufman, uh, we've discussed this before. 
people, especially a lot of comedians, they love Kaufman. They're all about the Kaufman as Kaufman. But the reality is, it's not that Kaufman is funny. It's that the idea of Kaufman is funny. And, yeah. and Andy Kaufman kind of set this like baseline. He put this foundation down for some kind of thing. But he himself, fucking train wreck. I'll be honest. I've seen a couple of Andy Kaufman sketches and stuff like that. It's it's an interesting and nuanced form of comedy, I, I suppose. But it's for me, it's not rooted and it's it goes beyond the confines of comedy because it takes absurdism too far. And I guess that's kind of what millennial comedy is kind of defined by, is just extensive use of absurdism. But you need a little bit of root in reality. And I think you kind of lose that if you double down too hard on just absurdity. That's why I think that the best that I like Andy Kaufman is in his interactions with the Memphis star Jerry the King Lawler, which everybody should know as being a prime announcer for WWF and WWE, mostly do the Attitude Era from like 98. This is the biggest time they were ever big, like 9 million people watching, 10 million people watching. Holy uh, shit, 90, those Nielsen ratings. 90, oh no, the Nielsen numbers were like, it was like 15 people million watching. It was like 0. 0.9. It's like 15 million people. God damn. You know, um, and, but this is before then. This is, I don't know, when it's like the 19, 1980s yeah. when Jerry the King Lawler and Andy Kaufman had a wrestling feud. Hmm. And it's the most absurd thing in your entire fucking life. And that's the that's when I really thought he was kind of hilarious. But he and Trump have a lot in common. See, they both think they're funny. And lots of people think they're funny. But really, their humor is just hurting people. And it's exhausting. And so I woke up and I heard, like, screaming. And horns honking. And I leapt out of my bed in fucking fear I don't know what the fuck I thought. I thought it was like a fucking terrorist attack. And I went outside and people are fucking leaping with joy in the fucking streets. And I'm going to tell you something. I was there when Obama got elected in the middle of a very fucking the projects in the fucking Bronx. All right. And people, they were hooping and hollering, but they weren't this excited. People were running down the fucking street. They were in their cars, dancing on top of their cars, dancing on street corners. People mm-hmm. were fucking elated. And they were elated not because they're happy that Joe Biden got elected, but because they never have to fucking waste their energy concerned about the politics on the federal level, which they should be. But people, there's like a media, there's like a, there's like a, you know, we're centrist, and there's this little place in the middle. Mm. Where you should be concerned. Some moderate You know, but you, you don't have to spend your entire fucking time fucking concerned and killing yourself. It shouldn't be a pressing concern, like 24 You shouldn't go to sleep wondering how the fuck is our uh, national leadership going to ultimately try to fuck us over tomorrow. And there's already enough. Think about it. This year during COVID in New York City, uh, there were nights where I heard fucking smoke bombs and stuff, and and people like the the protesters on the ground after George Floyd, they were they were wondering what all the explosions were. Mm-hmm. They didn't know, but they think that the police were doing like sound things like to to disperse people, mm-hmm. but they couldn't figure out where it was coming from. It's like these explosions, like boom, boom, boom. 
Like, imagine you have to deal with that shit already. Or you have to watch people of color die on the fucking street. Kids have to go fucking missing. Hurricanes smash homes and lives. And uh, thousands of people uh, hundreds being hospitalized daily. Thousands of people. 150,000 people contracting the coronavirus every fucking day. And the last thing that we fucking need is to be concerned about the highest office because at a minimum it should just be out of the way or help you should have a little bit of confidence that they at least are trying to help rather than just say all right fuck it but here's the context you ready for this hit me with some sweet sweet context of all the fucking things the reason why political comedy works the reason why sunday live is always not always not for every show but then political skits opening up because you're supposed to make be able to make fun of these kind of things and comedy is healing Laughter is healing. And I didn't realize how unhealed I feel. Do you, do you still feel a little... I feel a little... You're still, still a little wounded. I need a little... I don't, I don't really think I was that wounded. You know, um, I never thought I was that wounded. I just need to like freaking... You know, I need to laugh. I, I need to freaking laugh. Laughing. And I feel like I just haven't laughed like I used to. And it's not like I don't walk around all day like, oh, man, Trump is in like nothing like, you know, my life is not getting worse. But like when you watch people around you being so distressed all the fucking time, there's that. And and even when you look like your your average places that you would go to for that reprieve that you would look for that laughter where you can like, all right, maybe I can use comedy to kind of help relieve and make sense of what's going on. They're just as as baffled and fucking awestruck like you'd go and watch the daily show or snl or something to see what kind of absurdist spin they could put on the daily mundane news but now it's how can they relate the absurdity of reality in a way that doesn't make me want to fucking kill myself right now (laughs) it's become (laughs) real life has become comedy and it's it's become disturbing and absurd and kind of sad and it really sucks too because it's, like it's also a... not funny anymore yeah i decided so the reason the sunday Night live skit from about two or three weeks ago was when uh, when it, when it's air it's probably been about two saturdays ago um it was a jim carrey skit with uh Maya rudolph mm-hmm. and they were doing a bite with uh with also alec baldwin and they were doing a thing where Biden and Kamala were doing their their acceptance speech and 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 Alec Baldwin's you know Trump was doing a whole thing and um yeah you can't really make fun of Trump like it's like doing an impression of him is actually less absurd than the real person right and you can't make fun of Biden and Kamala Harris because you're probably going to get buried well that's the that's the inverse it's because if you if the Trump the Trump train is just so boisterous, and they think they're fucking hilarious. That even if you try to make a joke that in any way resonates with that, you're kind of you're put into that into that line. You're thrown aboard the Trump train. It's like ah, oh, you're using the rhetoric. You're using the rhetoric yeah. of the right, and it's like fucking one. How can you make fun? How the only way you can make fun of Joe Biden? 
they, they get up there and Jim Carrey puts on like some old hair because yes he has a full head of hair but they put on like a little like his hair is like extra gray and a little thinning and yeah. like you know and he's he, showing a little bit of receding hairline you know but... he's doing he's doing the thing where he's like I'm, I'm Joe Biden but that's not how you make fun of Joe Biden you make Joe Biden fun of Joe Biden because he makes verbal gaffes you cannot make fun of Joe Biden without making fun of the way he speaks right you cannot make fun of Joe Biden by not without making fun of again he's like 76 years old 77 years old the fact that he doesn't have joe biden like coming up and just giving unsolicited shoulder rubs to people i think that would be a funny one 100 percent. and guess what that's what it's always done saturday night live has not always been the the top of political comedy but like you know the reason that they've kind of known for is because that's what they would they would do they make jokes they made clinton monica Lewinsky jokes that's what they're known for, and you can't even fucking make fun of Maya Rudolph. And not just because she's a woman of color, you know? I mean, you can make fun of Maya Rudolph. You can't make fun of Kamala Harris. You can't, sorry, you can't make fun of Maya Rudolph. can't really... Her, the reason why she's getting all these things is because her Kamala Harris impression is fucking so good, it's not even a joke. That There's nothing funny about it. Yeah. She's not doing a joke. The joke she made was not a joke on Kamala Harris. Uh-uh. The joke she made was like, oh, the reason your kid, your your parents are drinking is because... You know, they're happy or something. But that's not really a political joke. That joke could have been made by anyone. Oh, not- totally. Like, the only really Harris-focused joke is just how well Maya is able to do the impression, down to the mannerisms and down to the vocal inflections. But is that even a joke? I think... Like, if you make fun of AOC, you're going to be like, hey, yo... I'm Puerto Rican and I want social. I want I want uh, socialism. Hey, take all the money. For <laughs> take all the money. Hey, Poppy, where's your health care? <laughs> hey, Poppy, let me take all the money from the rich and give it to the poor. You can call me, but I beat the hood. <laughs> you know, like, fuck. Like, now, granted, you don't want to go too hard because you don't want to be like social. You know what I mean? You don't want to be culturally insensitive and stuff like that or whatever. But the we entire point of her. <laughs> as uh, being a character if you're making fun of her is to make fun of her policies and to make fun of the fact like she seems lovely and super intelligent and super passionate and i love that about her but at the same time it's fucking funny you know what i mean like it's uh, it's fucking hilarious and she's like she's like she's like he called me a bitch to my face and it's like wow i'm not gonna lie it's crazy that the fucking senator came up to her the congressman came up to her in the fucking steps of Capitol Hill and they had a discussion and he didn't like it and he fucking called her a bitch verbally but under his breath like, wow, that's spicy. You know what I mean? Like, what happened to the... But f- also, she's from the Bronx and mm-hmm. like, I feel like she could have gotten away with just full on hitting way, him. I feel like she could have helped. She could get you on the fucking show. I feel like she'd be a fucking character. Right? You know what I mean? And and it's supposed to be fucking... Fa- literally fucking Mitch McConnell's turtle, turtle, turtle. Like, literally Lindsey Graham. Like, He's- literally make... But you know, but you can make fun of Lindsey Graham. You, you can, can make, make fun, fun of, of Trump, but you gotta be. You can make fun of Mitch McConnell too. Yeah. But if you start going for the left, then you're yeah. mimicking the rhetoric of the right. And, and and by the way, that sounds like we're over here like, oh boy, you're we're, we're, you're stifled. We're, no, that's not true. It's not that we're stifled. And nobody's stopping them. They could if they wanted to, but they don't want to because they're concerned, as we all are. Yeah, you, they, they're not. They're not being stopped by. You know, Lauren Michaels is not like, well, you can't. You can't make fun of Joe Biden's stutter, but when the writers are writing, they're thinking to themselves. Sometimes I'm 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 I'm, I'm extrapolating that mm-hmm. they're probably going, eh, you know, this is kind of funny, but I don't like Trump, and I don't want to help him in his rhetoric. 
So I'm going to make the decision to maybe not make fun of someone that I support. Or even just like it goes back to the whole Kung flu bit. And we keep referencing this. The joke that Dave Chappelle made in his monologue on Saturday Night Live was uh, the president came out and called COVID the Kung flu, which is objectively fucking hilarious. But he's the goddamn president of the United States and shouldn't be calling it that. That's the job of comedians. Yeah, like, it's so fucking racist. They took our job. They, <laughs> they took <laughs> our jobs. <laughs> like, he's so fucking, like, we get it. It's racist. And, like, you're supposed to look, you're supposed to look at comedians and go, I think that, Joe, I think Dave Chappelle pushed the boundaries yeah. with that special. The it, comedians <laughs> are the ones who are supposed to push the boundaries. You're not supposed to look at your fucking... The le- at, at, the, at the least, government should be ineffective. At the most, it should be effective. It shouldn't be fucking doing harm. It shouldn't be actively <laughs> detrimental. Like, isn't that like the... Fu- isn't that the part that's like really fucked up? You should be looking at like the president and Trump should be like... Oh. I mean, like, you were alive during the Reagan years, so you... I, yeah, totally. This, this ain't nothing new. <laughs> you know, and of course, we have like this, again, we have like this new, but it, the reality is, is that people, I remember years ago, was like, I, we like I, you know, I was, I was young during Bush, Clinton, and Bush, mm. but I remember Clinton because the end was spicy. I remember <sighs> Bush because I lived in New York during 9-11, but I never really thought that, I, even when I was like 16, I started my mother, I'm like, he's not dumb she'd be like why well, you know his family put him in harvard or whatever and it's, and it's like money can get you there but the reality but like you really can't buy your way through ivy league it's not yeah like money like money can get you there but like money can get you the privilege of opportunity yeah but like he's not the smartest person ever but he's not a dumb man at all and also i always thought that like I wouldn't know what I would do with the information that he had at, after 9-11. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying I wouldn't know what I would do. But we used to make a lot of fun of him. And Obama was there. And Obama made fun of himself. I sure as fuck love. He literally had fucking Kim Peel come to his fucking the, 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 the House correspondence. correspondence Dinner. Yeah. And do the angry Obama. Which, by the way, is satirizing how he speaks. That, and then it references the skits that they did on Key and Peele, which absolutely made hell fun of him. Well, it satirized the way he speaks, but also kind of put a light on the fact that you can't be angry in public as a black yes, man. Yes, 100%. <laughs> it, it completely... Cause, the layers. The like, layers. He, he, as a... Him being a president and a black man, there's things that he can't do, ways that he can't behave, and their skits were all could about that. Could you imagine that. if Kavanaugh was black during his hearing? <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? Oh lord. How much the the Republican Party would light his ass up? 100%. Oh man. But, you know, then we get to Trump, and they do make fun of Trump. You can't say they didn't. It was all full steam ahead. But like, it's been four years of like, fuck, it's like nonstop. And also it's been new material also. Mm-hmm. And it's so consistent and so, I just, it's like you're fucking drowning. You can't keep up. You can't keep up. It's like you're fucking drowning and it's not good. And, and it's just not fucking funny. Yeah. And how can you write a joke now? Like how, imagine how hard it is. I sit and you're going to fucking, you, you need to believe me. I sit there. I've been having trouble trying to write jokes. Every time I sit down, I start writing a joke. Hmm. I start fucking writing like political fucking jokes. 
You know, that's what I start fucking doing. I start getting up and I start putting the pen and paper and start writing jokes and they all kind of turn political because that's in my fucking mind. But I don't think it's funny. Nobody wants to hear that shit. It's gotten to the point, and this is damaging, where I don't even want to fucking like talk about what it, I don't know, like fucking, I don't know, politics, being a person of color and that shit. Politics and being the person of color. What if we... You're looking for a shot glass? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, you talking about this is getting me riled up, and I'm getting some good whiskey for us to drink. Okay, yeah, okay, reach up there on the top shelf, and I'm, there you go. I'm getting yeah. anxious. This is this is this is uh this is good radio. You said you were were writing jokes, and now I feel inferior and like I'm not going to yeah. be needed soon. Yeah, listen, I'm scared. Yeah, I've been fucking writing jokes, and the problem that I've been having while I'm writing jokes is that they all fucking turn into the same thing and i have conversations with people and imagine i was gonna say this you know because this is the i'm i refuse to remain serious continuing to do this fucking podcast not this episode but i mean just in general in the future going forward thank you not gonna go fucking forward being fucking negative i'm gonna try to be as positive and have as much fun every episode as possible but i just have to make it very clear that when you're black in america you already have to do all this shit for everything involving your identity and existing in the country as a person. Mm-hmm. And then just add more shit to that. It's just additional <laughs> fucking nonsense. It's Think like, about the baseline <laughs> of how much life sucks. It's like, now imagine... <laughs> it's like, oh, is that guess what? We already fucking know this. But now, you know, we can't even fucking pretend that it's okay by buying rims and smoking weed and fucking drinking 40 ounces. You know, and looking at our women with their juicy, delicious badonkadonks. Okay? You know, like, damn, son... <laughs> You said all that shit with a straight face. Tell me I'm not. How? Yes. I'm telling you, I'm getting fucking funny. You better get, you better fucking be careful. I'm coming for you. You know. Watch out. You know, like danger. Watch yourself. (laughs) You know, like fuck, man. Oh, salute. This is, ah, man. And then it's so much so that after this, I was like, oh, we should record another one. I'm going to be fucking tired because I'm done. No more fucking politics in my life. I can't have any fucking... I'm tired of it. It might still seep into personal conversations, but fuck it. It's done. It's over. I'm tired of that shit. You know, we're gonna... I want to briefly go over shit that's, that recently happened a little bit because it was some stuff, some little spicy stuff, mm. and then we're gonna put a plug in that because you gotta Biden, that's that. it. It's game over. All the stuff Trump is trying to do, but we're gonna fucking enjoy this ragtime rye. Uh, what's ragtime mean? Tell me about that. Ragtime? I'm pretty sure it's a time signature uh, in in music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one's from... Uh, what's the distillery? This is... Yeah. Uh, New York Distilling Company. Um, they are in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Uh, what initially got me interested in this place is i tried a gin of theirs they have a dorothy parker gin that's kind of sweeter and citrusy but they also have a navy gin that's uh i think like 50 something proof mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen it's it. ooh, it's hefty 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 but here we're trying their ragtime or ragtime rye it's a three-year age straight rye whiskey uh made from locally grown new york rye so uh yep yep Salud. And this is to punctuating one last segment of politics. We might make a joke. It might come in, but never fucking again. Never again. Until some shit fucking really bad happens. Well, is there going to be a whole... Oh, no. Oh, God. Like, you never fucking know. Um, 
Hold on. Oh, it's oh no. 2024. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're talking all this never again bullshit. I'm worried. I'm worried. Because we both know Trump's not going to go away. He's 78 years old. He, he is... I'm not going to say that he's not going to run, but it's unlikely. And also, once he's not being... Once he's not president anymore, they're all the active litigation in New York. I'm not going to say he's going to go to jail, but he's going to be buried in litigation for years. So I'm not concerned about that. I'm more concerned... He's going to be buried in what? Litigation. Oh. Clitigation. It's a oh, callback to the... Oh, God, I forgot. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is our last hurrah to make political jokes. That's not even a joke. I just said it. It's just... <laughs> and some more jokes. Suffrage. <laughs> Penal system. <laughs> Equal rights. Deposition. No oh, uh, man. Um so my no. favorite deposition. <laughs> um No, but fuck man. On twenty twenty four what we're gonna see is depending on Biden's health, he might continue and if he runs, he'll win. Most likely, because I think the next four years we're gonna be probably I don't know, it could be either mediocre or it could be okay. It'll either be pretty good or ineffective. It'll either be eh or all right. You know, but if he runs again, uh, unless something really drastic happens, I think I could see incumbency is very difficult to lose. I mean, <laughs> just saying. Wait, how many presidents in history have lost the incumbency? Um, uh, the only one in recent years would be H.W. Yeah, it was George H.W. Bush. Uh huh. And um, some other guy. Some some guy with the biggest brains, the the smartest, oh, the best. the highest IQ. Oh, with the don't use the word smart with me, okay? <laughs> uh, the the unemployment rate is the lowest it has ever been in history. Wait, the employment rate? Oh, um, yeah. There oh. you go. Wow, it was a Freudian slip. You know, uh, nobody is less racist than this man. <laughs> My man Ash Trebek from the grave. He's saying. To say it in the form of a question. Um, who is Donald J. Trump? Wow. Well, that's wait, the family that's feud. Family feud. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, that's the exact same song that went into my... Like, we're both too, too yeah. into the feud. Yeah, I know. I, I do, but I love Jeopardy. I fuck with Jeopardy. I but not like, love Jeopardy I'm, World Fortune, but fucking Family Feud. If you had to... Family Feud Canada. Canada. Family Feud Canada is the fucking shit. Family Feud Canada? Yeah, it's they on YouTube, can- yeah. Also, Louis Anderson, the bomb. Mm, I liked... My favorite dude was... Uh, oh, I'm John, The dude with the white hair who's in Seinfeld as Elaine's boss. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. John something, something, yeah, yeah, like the, one, the third. Yeah, uh, the one who was like... <laughs> remember the episode of Seinfeld where he's in the cave and she comes... To, to get him to sign the document, he sees the fucking magazine. He's like, "What is this? Is this a coffee table book <laughs> of coffee tables?" <laughs> I fucking, um, yeah, fuck, man. You know, twenty twenty four is gonna be interesting, but I don't think we're gonna see Trump in politics again. But this is definitely a proving fucking ground. 
All right. This is a proving fucking ground. Joe Biden has to prove to the 72 million people who voted for Donald Trump that he and our government do not disregard them and their needs. I think he has to prove it to the 300 million people, whether or not uh, who live in the U.S., regardless of who they voted. I mean, yes, but we have to be. We have to remember that, like, like he says that in ideals. He's like, I'm the president of America, not just of my party. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that there's a reason there's parties because you represent kind of the politics of your party. You have to prove to these people that. You to, it's like two things. It doesn't matter if they're Republicans, but you have to kind of talk to these people and kind of really push so people who are more educated about what's going on. Not educated in general because people aren't, they're not stupid, but no. making sure that they're properly exposed to everything so that if they elect Republicans, they don't elect people who are racist or bigoted. Who or, can, or even if they do elect people who are racist and bigoted, just at least veil it a little bit better. Like, it's a little bit. Like, fuck! Come on! I was watching this fucking uh, video about Mitch McConnell and um, pretty much how Mitch McConnell has had a huge hand in forming how campaign, campaign finance works in the current day and age. And pretty much he is he directly benefited from setting this system up so that pretty much it's almost pay for play, but not completely. And the reason why that's not completely is because all the money that Trump has put in to, um, I gotta look to make sure that's not the world in the world. And Trump did not fucking explode people or anything like that. No, it's okay. Well, we're still here. So, um, I mean, that's kind of the perk of living in New York is if like anything were to go off, like really go off we'd be the first to know about it but also the first to be dead about it it depends actually i think that we'd be pretty safe from like a nuke or something really yeah yeah yeah, 100 percent. no i feel like all the systems and stuff are in there they're like lasers what is the fucking football were you in police academy I was doing the exact same thing he does. Like, Are you doing sounds. fucking macaroni sounds? <laughs> I'm not bucking it. That's a whap. <laughs> you know? No, that's the that's the sound of the... <laughs> and that's the... <laughs> then you pull the trigger. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not super concerned about... Um, I'm not super concerned about that. But I just... Fuck, man. 2024 is going to be a fucking... Whatever. I don't give a shit anymore. Like, you know what? The, the reality is is that we have to prove that the system works, that people and their vote matter, and that they're, that they're, when they're invested in local government, that, it has, that it, it has importance. And that is the fucking first fucking step. And then I can be at peace. I can be upset about politics in private, like everybody else. Right. Like, fuck, man. Like, remember when knowing about politics was, like, just kind of a flex? Yeah, right? And now it's like a prereq for... I remember during, um, during, at the beginning of the year, during the Democratic primaries, I was going into a store near my house, and I was watching the debate on my phone. I hear people, I hear these young people, 
I say young. I'm you, sixteen-year-olds, like and they were just like, "Yeah, like I think Pete Buttigieg doesn't really have a chance." And I just was like, "This is good, but this is coming about for the wrong way and the wrong reasons, <laughs> and that is not good." And think about that shit compounded with what's happening this year with COVID. You're gonna end up with a generation of young children who didn't go to school for mostly every year or had stunted education for them for at least a year mm-hmm. Two, you're going to end up with teenagers who lived through this year and they don't quite emotionally have the ability or the, 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 the faculties, you know, the emotional I say literacy. Faculties, it's a, it's an inside joke with myself oh. for something that happened in high school. I'm I glad I'm a part of that inside yeah. joke with yourself. <laughs> um, um, so, I'll like, just sit over here and finish my <laughs> drink by myself. They have to fucking deal with that, you know. And they're coming into politics like this, and that's very dangerous. They can become very jaded. You don't want the people who you see to not be on your team to be your enemy, because that will make them your enemy and that's mm-hmm. not what we need i'm fucking sound like joe biden right now we need to have unity unity fuck man i cannot wait for shit to be funny again like just straight up fucking funny this next week we're gonna fucking do a podcast about the most absurd thing ever i don't fucking know what but literally we can pick anything and we're gonna do a whole episode about it and i don't give a shit you know why why because unless something ridiculous happens yes right now when this is happening, technically, it's not January 20th yet. And, uh, and Trump is still like, man, 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 I'm not the president. But guess what? Guess what? We all fucking know. It's game over. All right? It's going to be fucking peaceful. And January 20th is going to come. And it's going to be dope. And guess what? If next week there's like a fucking protest and they burn buildings down, we're not going to do a fucking podcast about it. Because guess what? We already did that podcast six months ago. We're <laughs> going to talk about the improved tags that I put onto my uh, uh, LBDSM joke. And... You know, hopefully we'll work through that as a group. People fucking, they're going to be like, well, I listened. They don't talk about politics. Yeah, we did it. And there's nothing else to say. I don't know what you want from us. Okay. <laughs> did <laughs> it. Done it. It's dead. Done it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. No more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we do one more, one more shot to toast? Oh, you just want to be drunk right now. I need, well, some, yeah. I need some water. You could do that. Uh, I'm not inebriated. I just, I need, oh wait, I have water here. I just, I like this rye. It reminds me of sitting on a creek bank next to a sewer and fucking Republican. But like, I'm not Republican. I'm moderate. And so I might as well be. <laughs> you fucking centrist. You know, not everyone believes that the earth is the center of the solar system, but you fucking I'm here holding it you down. You have different opinions than me, so you're a fucking villain. I'm the biggest villain. Before I'm, we leave, I'm going to do a little rant. So you better you got something to say, you better say it now cuz I'm about to I'm about to go off. I'm about to go off. Oh. Oh, you got something to say? <laughs> um fucking surprise, bud. I have an opinion? Wow. Wow, shit, Mr. Wearing like three different articles of the same brand of clothing has got something to say. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but they advertise to us. When they advertise to us, we buy into it. It's like a sickness. Advertisement is a sickness. Entertainment is a sickness. Media is a sickness. I don't know if you know this, but the Democrats don't care about us. Republicans don't care about us. The pigs don't care about us. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> Obama yeah. was a wigger. Wait. Didn't you know? 
Clinton was a nigga. Didn't you know? Yeah, that's kind of that was, was kind of fire for a second. Almost hot. Hey, yo, what happened to me for a wow. second? Adam, yo, did you, did you open up some chakras there? <laughs> <laughs> just the idea of being done with politics. I just, I feel fucking. It's oh, cathartic. calm down, Chuck D. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Are we gonna be the next Run the Jewels? Oh wait, what would you call it? Fuck. Uh, we'll be walk the walk, gems. Walk the, <laughs> walk the gems. Oh fuck. This was a that in good taste. Thank uh, you for listening. This is our last political podcast. Oh, God. This is it. This is it forever. No more, never again. I don't care if you're an enemy or friend. End of continuity. Uh, end of continuity. I don't know if you know this, but of course you could always follow us anywhere that you could follow people on things with stuff. C underscore underscore, underscore honey, honey at Instagram.com. Especially or- if you're a contract law <laughs> lawyer or paralegal who's into kink who's into kink uh what's your website humblebubblebear.org uh it's bumblebearcomedy.com oh bumblebearcomedy.com yes sir and of course you can always find me at uh on discord at <laughs> the, the, the hyperbolic time chamber that's the that's my name on my discord is it really yeah um or <laughs> or twitter uh what funny friend on twitter and art of giving up on uh yeah on uh, instagram but what's your tit what's your uh twitch twitch stream my twitch is magnus underscore wolfbane m-a-g-n-d-u-s underscore wolfbane w-l-f-b-a-n-e that's right every single thursday and saturday streaming among us talking politics and doing stand-up last or plug, sit down i got i got one more plug mm-hmm. um if you're hanging out in manhattan uh seller 77 or central park wednesdays and fridays at 5 30 i got shows i'm gonna do shit i'm telling jokes they say obama was a wigger the clinton was a nigga the trump was a joke but i'll take this last sip this last toke this last thing this my hope ain't no more politics this is it this is done drinking is recommended that's it son (laughs) but it's not required Mm.